Hey, Andrew, it's uh, end of and hey, Andrew and uh, Lucy and Ben and uh, Theo. Uh, happy 100th episode of Bunta Vista. Sorry, this is late. I uh, didn't remember that this was on. All right. I uh, hope this finds you well. See you later. Bye. Demi, you got anything you want to say? No. Hello, this is uh, Will Meneker calling here. Uh, normally I'd be calling the Bunta Vista party line because I want to chat with uh, Sheila's looking for a route. <laughs> but I'm actually calling today as sort of a proof of life. Um, it's now 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on uh, ooh, uh, May 19th. Uh, I'm about to board a flight to Los Angeles. Um, upon arriving in Los Angeles, I will be attending a press conference in which I will reveal to the international media incontrovertible proof that the CIA was behind the Kennedy assassination. So, uh, just leaving this message now to let you guys know that should the flight um, have any mysterious accident or not arrive in Los Angeles, uh, it is now incumbent upon you to spread the word and just get out the truth about what happened. Um, once again, Will Medica here calling the Boons of East party line. Happy 200th episode, guys. Bye. Welcome to Punta Vista. <laughs> Uh, I am Andrew, and this is the 200th episode of a podcast with 390... I'm going to guess, like, 393. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Episodes. That's if you... And then there's all the Boney Island Whitefish episodes. Uh, There's a lot more than 200 episodes, but... It feels feels so good to hit 200, though. We've probably fucked up and used the same number several times as well. Probably. Uh, if you've listened to all these episodes, though, you should uh, feel bad about your life. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on your hundreds of hours. Also, mm. I believe that the the episodes probably started around episode 90 or the so. The first episode is episode 98. Yeah. I so believe. Like, canonically, that's the first. <laughs> yeah. Well, canonically and, and physically. We, we started at 98. We picked the number 98 out of our asses. It was my favorite release of Windows. Uh, it was the year Andrew had the most sex in. Mm-hmm. It, it was very important to all of us. Uh, wait, how old are you at 98? I'm sorry. I might have just overestimated how old you are. something disgusting. Yeah, uh, I think I just did. <laughs> I, th- I think in 1998, I was 16 years old. Oh, well, good and, for you then. Maybe true. And would not go, would not have sex uh, until several years after that point. Hmm. I believe I was 18. Oh. When I lost my virginity. That's one of my personal beliefs. It's good that you said that on the podcast. <laughs> 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 These are things we need to know. We need the listeners to know. Uh, we've got a lot of news. We've got a really important stuff, news that we need the listeners to know. Uh, we have spent exactly 200 episodes now bringing you vital, important, updating, breaking news. Uh, and right now... We have very important news for you about uh, the news that there isn't to report. (laughs) Nothing nothing to report, watch. watch. (laughs) (laughs) Void watch. (laughs) Which is different to the whole report. This is the absence of watching something. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Whereas the whole report is the presence of a whole. 
Yes, whereas there isn't even a hole here. There's no. a void where the hole should be. This reporter's like working in a like a public service office. Uh, you get handed a, like a little binder full of papers. And you can read it, but it's nothing there. <laughs> nothing for you to ingest. Nothing to take away. This is the Nothing to Report report. From WISN News Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee County Sheriff reports... No inmate escaped from the jail. <laughs> That's good news. <laughs> Fantastic. A lot, of pe- a lot of people asking questions uh, already, <laughs> already answered, answered by my... <laughs> no inmates escaped a report. The Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office says that there was no jail inmate escape or escape from custody Tuesday. <laughs> cool. Good news. The everything, is, tomorrow. the everything is fine alarm blasting. <laughs> Smashing the glass and the big red button that sets off the flashing red lights and the klaxon that says everything is fine. <laughs> oh, we turn that off when someone's breaking out. You'll know that there's like an escape attempt happening by the deathly silence in these halls. <laughs> it's when the inmates are silent that they uh it's when they're up to real trouble. We call that the eye of the storm. Uh, the Marquette University Police Department tweeted earlier that an escaped prisoner had reportedly been near North 12th and West 8th streets near campus and was possibly armed. <laughs> that alert, totally different kind of alert, uh, was sent at 6pm. A tweet a few minutes later from the Marquette Police Department said the man being sought was no longer near campus. The Sheriff's Office said that about 3pm an unidentified suburban police agency arrested someone on a retail theft warrant. They're probably stealing boxes and boxes of Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. After the man charged into a changed into a jail uniform, it was determined he had to be taken to the hospital for medical clearance before finishing the intake process. He was taken to the Aurora Sinai Medical Center at North 13th and West State Streets. Officials in the other juridic- jurisdiction in the meantime advised they were no longer seeking the man's transfer, so police left the hospital. <laughs> what? So, hold on. <laughs> the, the, the next <laughs> sentence, I think, might clarify this slightly. <laughs> Just before 5 p.m., the man left the hospital, still in the jail uniform. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, I see what's happened here. So, it's not a. Right. So, technically, uh, the fugitive from the movie, the fugitive, uh, never escaped from jail. He's just, just allowed to be out there. You know? He's just out there. So, hold on. I'm yeah. right, just, mm. so, so, they arrested him. And said, we need you to do a medical checkup. Let's get you in this jail uniform. Well, I think, yeah, they said like, hey. Before we transfer you to jail. Let's put you you in this striped criminal uniform. Yeah. (laughs) Hold this big bag that has a dollar sign on it. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's for the MRI. (laughs) Medically required. Uh, But then partway through, they're like, you know what? Forget it. Forget it. We're not. We don't actually need to take you to jail. No. We're gonna leave you in the jumpsuit, though. It's harder for us to wash the jumpsuit. They don't want them back if they've been worn. Just take it home. Just take it home. It's yours now. I like that this. That's that's Halloween sorted this year. (laughs) This new story is being told as a non-linear narrative. Like they start us at six p.m. and then they take us back to three and then up to five. Uh, officials with the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office told WASN 12 it was possible Marquette police picked up on radio traffic and reported a prisoner had escaped. Quote, no one broke out of custody or anything like that. 
<laughs> at any point during this whole series of events, a department spokesperson said, we just had a guy that we thought we wanted to take to jail, decided we didn't, said, hey, jail guy, skedaddle. Get just, out of here. You're fine. <laughs> Make sure you uh, wander the streets for a bit, though. Yeah. Got him just aimlessly around the university. <laughs> Hey, it's, it's cold out there. Put this little black mask over your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you warm. Go on. Uh, the alert was cancelled at 8pm. The man's name was not released. Well, that's very gracious of you. Uh, no other details were immediately available in this. The report about nothing. Truly the Seinfeld of police reports? Yep. That... I, yeah, Sam, right? I, an identified suburban police agency arrested someone on a retail theft warrant after the intention of jail. So uh, they put him in a uniform, uniform, but he went to the hospital first, and then yeah. people thought that an escaped inmate was running around in their jail uniform, which is very silly. They would clearly change into a hitman type disguise. The officials in the <laughs> other jurisdiction, in the meantime, advised they were no longer seeking the man's transfer. So police. That's that- so good. So police <laughs> left the hospital just like, well, uh, don't worry about it. Don't, don't even worry about it. The warrant re- withdrew the warrant or well, something. Remembering that the guy is in hospital because the police forcibly took him there. Yeah. To yeah. get checked out and for put jail. Put him in a jail uniform first. Yeah. Tr- took his clothes and then made him go and get a checkup at hospital. Midway through this process, they find out they don't have to take him to jail. They're just like, fuck, fuck yeah. that. Well, fuck it. that's lunch. <laughs> I, lunch so I opened this article when I saw the headline because I genuinely assumed <laughs> it was like a daily update. <laughs> like, they have so many escapes that they're just like, <laughs> they're no like, nothing today. today, like the COVID report. <laughs> <laughs> I had to read this story like Yesterday, five 3, times. 3,000. <laughs> today, zero. Great numbers, everybody. Donut, Donut days. Day. <laughs> <Down> <laughs> Milwaukee prison. <laughs> I like the idea of the, pr- the prisoner coming out of the bathroom and there's just like two police deputy shaped clouds of smoke. <laughs> uh, clouds of dust sitting there. Imagine how long would he have spent in the hospital being like. What, I- what the fuck can- is going on? Can, can I go? Sh- should I? <laughs> yeah. Should I go? Can Do you I guys just want this leave? jumpsuit back? Or are they coming back? Or am I? <laughs> <laughs> my my wallet is in the pants of mine that they took. <laughs> <laughs> Walking around out there trying to figure out how to get home. Poor guy. Just head to toe in the uh, in the f- flea powder. Poor guy. That sounds really awkward. Really uncomfortable. Trying to figure out what you're doing. Like, imagine the face you'd have to make at people walking past you while you're wearing the, like, (laughs) here I am, pretty wacky, please don't call the cops again. It's only been enough for today. A record scratch. I bet you're wondering how I got here, you know? Not going to believe this. Just walking into, like, a fucking, I don't know, American clothing stores. JCPenney's. Sure. Abercrombie and, like, and Fitch. Hey, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> Having to explain to the uh, eighth sure. to the eighth licensed concealed carry guy <laughs> who has shoved his gun in your face. Look, they said I could go. They I think it would just be easier to be like fancy dress party. Yeah, going to a prison <laughs> party. <laughs> Sorting out my my costume for Halloween. 
It's fine. Uh, yeah, just be like, um, I'm dressing up as a serial killer for a fun party instead of be like, the police half arrested me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got oh, yeah, the, Demi the, arrested today. I was just in custody, and here I am just walking out of the hospital. <laughs> oh, well. So, there's a report about a thing that did not happen. Uh, we do have a whole other kind of report for you. Uh, but first... Hi, it's Shawnee from the Take a Look Around podcast. Congratulations to my friends at Bunta Vista for reaching 200 episodes. We ran the numbers through the Durst computer, and it came to 90 hours of reading a news article out loud, 110 hours of awkward laughter, and a whopping 13 minutes of jokes. Here's the 200 more episodes, guys. Have a good one. Oh, brutal. That was good. <laughs> Thank you, Shawnee. Doing a live show with those guys in like a week. It's going to affect that energy there. You're getting zero jokes, pal. Didn't, uh, didn't time the dead air. Really would like to know that figure. Mm. Oh, that was that was me. I was trying to find my, my voicemail button. Oh, no, the, the dead air generally in the podcast. We didn't get a sum oh, on that. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I thought you meant the big gap before the voicemail beep happened again. God, no, I yeah. still can't get this right. 200 episodes, 393, 394 episodes. And I'm going to let you run the numbers. That's if you think that if you're saying that the Durst computer from the Take a Look Around podcast is wrong. I trust the Durst computer with my life. What do you reckon he's using there? Like like what, IBM, kind of, what kind of operating like system P- is the Pentium, Durst computer on? Pentium 233. Like, if we're talking about Fred Durst's computer personally? Yes. Uh, he has one of those, like... You know the early 2000s desktop Macs? That's yeah, exactly kind of what I was Mac. picturing. Absolutely. I was picturing the, like the a coloured Mac yeah. computer. That's weird, exactly what he's got. The sort of gel texture to them? They're very, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, one of those guys for sure. Yeah. I wonder why we think that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what my brain immediately went to. <laughs> I reckon we're right. Well, that's right. back then. Uh, these days he's definitely rocking uh, a very expensive Alienware. Oh, uh, he's definitely. got a... Maybe. Lenovo ThinkPad. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a bloody big-time movie director now, you know? He needs something that can... Uh, yeah. Oh, he needs the, needs the nipple to move around the screen quickly. He needs the, he needs the, the processing power. The nipple. He yeah. needs the processing power of the Alienware to do uh, quick edits to the dailies, you know? To run of his mm. Scrivener. Of yeah. his most recent movie <laughs> with uh, John Travolta in a funny wig killing Devon Sawa. <laughs> Hey, he's made a bunch of that movie. <laughs> mm. uh, he also directed a feel-good sports movie starring Ice Cube. Did he? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That doesn't sound very good. <laughs> to my knowledge, it wasn't. <laughs> Shout out to friend of the show. Fred Durst. <laughs> Fred Durst. How you doing out there, Fred? Maybe you should think about changing that hat out every now and then, you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah. A fresh hat. Can we get a fresh hat for Fred Durst? <laughs> It's like a GoFundMe. Just just taking the hat around for donations. The hat's also his red hat. Just leaning away from the hat while you pop your money in. Fred Durst excitedly pointing out which sweat stain goes with which, like, warped tour, you know? Uh, So, we do have another kind of report for you on this show. Uh, There's a whole lot of segments, but only several reports, and this is one of them. I'm itching for another edition of the shipping report. Ben, can you uh, please explain the shipping report for any new listeners? 
Well, yeah, it's very simple. Um, it is a list of notable maritime incidents from the week. And there's no, it's, that's it. No jokes. Yeah. That's, and we understand that we, it. yep, that's it. Um, we have put in jokes in the previous ones and we did get some complaints. A couple Negative of people feedback. <laughs> say that there are too many jokes. Too many jokes in the shipping report. So, um, here we go. Zero if jokes. Are, if you do want to send in your advice about how we should do the shipping report, please go to buntavista.com slash feedback. Absolutely do that. Hmm. Uh, here we go. This is this week's edition of the shipping report. Maritime incidents uh, from the week leading up to the time of recording of this episode, not the time of release. Uh, I can't see into the future. That'd be crazy. Yeah, uh, dangerously close to a Who knows what kind of oh, sorry, crazy sorry. Yep, I'd, shipping I'd headings will occur that. in the next six hours. Anything could happen. <laughs> Uh, the roll-on, roll-off cargo ship Tropic Tide crashed into an unidentified vessel while berthing in Paramaribo. Great name. Yep. Tropic Tide. Love it. That's not a joke. That's not I'm a joke. Saying, That's just an it's observation. It's a nice name. It sounds good. It's a statement. Tropic Tide. If I had like a, you know, like a nice little, nice little sailboat. Oh, Tropic Tide? Yeah. A weekend on the Tropic Tide? That sounds lovely. I'm um, taking the Tropic Tide out to Hamilton Island. Hey, right? would you and your wife like to join me and my wife on the Tropic yeah. Tide? We're very relaxed. <laughs> would you like to leave your ship, the Leisure Seeker, and join us on the Tropic Tide? <laughs> we are so friendly. Sorry, this is getting very close to a joke. Um, it is. The yeah. offshore Sorry. tugs, Triton Liberty, and the great ship Aditi were reportedly in distress in the Gulf of Kambat. Uh, did you get any kind of indication of whether they were in distress, like, uh, collectively or separately? Uh, collectively, they were caught in the same cyclone. Yeah. Makes sense, then. Uh, the drilling ship Sagar Busan and the tug Sangita were disabled northwest of Mumbai. The container ship New Yorker, one word, suffered engine failure near the Dardanelles. The one word is a interesting choice. Yeah. I can't explain that one. It's how Mikey uh, Miles would describe himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There is nothing funny about a ship called the New Yorker. No. Hey, I'm <laughs> suffering engine failure here. Sorry, that was a joke. I apologize. <laughs> uh, the container ship Kota Rajan ran aground in the Hooghly River. Here's my the real river. Stay in the, the, the wet part. Yep. And we've spoken about this on the podcast before. Stay in the blue. Mm. Ideally, the darker blue. Boats don't go well on the land. That's something I know about boats. It's one of the uh, first if, rules of boat. If, mm. you're in, if you're in the wet... Good news you'll get. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're in the dry, you've fucked it, guy. <laughs> and that's just good advice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Try and remember. That's a they, simple they sailor's the mnemonic. <laughs> uh, the fishing vessel Bandar Nalayan 188 suffered water ingress off the coast of Perth. And that's uh, when the, the wet is where the dry should be? Yes, you've gotten wet mm. and you're dry. Okay. You want to avoid that. Keep it dry. Keep your dries and wet separate. Yep. As, as much good, as possible. Good advice for ships and otherwise. The Dutch general cargo ship Skagenbank ran aground <laughs> while approaching Come on coping now. Sweden. Come on now. RIP the Skagenbank. Yep. They uh, are certainly approaching coping. <laughs> Cope. <laughs> <laughs> the Liberian container ship NYK Delphinus was disabled by fire off the coast of San Francisco. Which, I mean, you think 
It's water, water everywhere. Well, yeah, that's yeah, a situation so you where you put some wet on your dry. <laughs> yeah, you actually want to get some get some wets involved at this point. One of the things I know they- we kind of put it put a very solid. Uh, no wet dries rule in earlier, but you've got to be flexible on the That was a recommendation. Yeah. You know, it's like um, you have to know the rules of riding before you can break them for stylistic choices. Mm-hmm. You have to know mm. to keep your wet and dry separate before you can introduce some wet to your dry. I would argue that uh, when there is a fire happening, that that area is too dry. You know? You could yep. be right. I'm yeah, no scientist, but that sounds correct. All the all the oxygen and moisture out of the air in that zone, you want to put a little moisture back in. You want to balance it out. There must be a balance between wet and dry. It's the yin and yang of the sea. The bulk carrier Sea Hope suffered engine failure in the Sea of Marmara. Hmm. Now, I'm Call me sure Pandora's thi- box because I'm on the Sea Hope diet. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> the general cargo ship Nordesand <laughs> collided with the inland cargo ship Bacchus in Outer Mars. <laughs> <laughs> and that Sorry. is the end of the shipping report. Oh. <sighs> so everything be informed. informed. How long did that go for? 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 35 minutes? It's so hard to tell I lose myself in the shipping report. Mm. It's hard to tell when you take all the jokes out, like we did just then. Ah, we had to edit yeah, so many jokes we out of this. Yeah, so, they were all really funny. God, yeah. I mean, just left the clunkers in. <laughs> some people would love the riffs, but uh, we promise no jokes uh, in the shipping report, and we try to deliver on that as best as we can. Yep, we, pro- we promised Jen, and yes, wouldn't want to disappoint. So no. We made that extra unfunny for you, Jen. So, if anyone would like to blame anyone else for the shipping report being a bad segment, uh, I, I'm not going to say a first name, last name it's combo, because that a, seems like that would be- It's a great segment, Ben. Thank you so much. I try my best. I love this one. It's one of my favorites. That's right. The shipping report. <laughs> the shipping- The what? The shipping record mm-hmm. is what I said. What if we had the shipping rapport- and that's where we just talk about ships. But we gained a nice rapport with each other while talking about ships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, r- the rapport's not with the ships. Right? No. Okay. Be ridiculous. No, I was going to say the shipping rapport. Mm. Uh, it is pure magic and we love it. Another thing that's <laughs> magical <laughs> is, of know. course, uh, Las Vegas magician. Chris Angel in this week's Magic Watch. You know how we're always giving you updates. On, About uh, Chris Angel. <laughs> About the world of magic. Famous Las Vegas street magicians. Uh, this is from Eater. Mind freak magician Chris Angel dives into the restaurant business in Overton. Mm-hmm. Chris Angel. The Mind Freak Magician with a show at Planet Hollywood Resort is going into the restaurant business. Angel bought Sugar's Home Plate for $280,000, some 65 miles northeast from Las Vegas in Overton, Nevada, with fast casual fare. (laughs) Angel discovered... (laughs) Angel <laughs> discovered the restaurant while dirt biking with his family in Can the Moaba Valley. Before uh, you read on to the next part, I just want to note for the record for everyone listening that all three of you guys started laughing at this point. 
<laughs> and oh, are we about to get? No, no, no. Just keep reading. They get fucking cancelled for something. Oh no! Oh, See, oh no! I, well, oh, no. I, I, no! Don't I read like, ahead. Hold don't, on, oh, don't cheat. No, I, I'm making eye contact oh, with no. you right now, Ben. I'm not reading ahead. <laughs> All I'm saying is. The thing that is funny to me about Chris Angel dirt biking with his family is not that his family is riding dirt bikes. Because have you ever seen a photo or video of Chris Angel, the mind freak? He's very glamorous. He's very glamorous and he's never not wearing- Glamorous. He's never not wearing an entire, like, shiny black getup. Yeah, like a magician get, like a fancy one, like earrings- (laughs) Well, Glamorous to me is evocative of like a 1920s film star hitting a red carpet. That's I Chris don't Angel? Know. Yeah, well, he's maybe your type. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's just uh, unnecessarily mean. The <laughs> eyeliner, the moody disposition. <laughs> the untouched topic shirt. <laughs> well, see, I, I would argue that uh, earlier in his career, Chris Angel looked like uh, a hot topic guy. Yeah. Uh, at this point, because he <laughs> has all this- <laughs> Because he has so much money, uh, it looks like he got, like, Christian Ordiger to, to make mm. his, his, black, um, his black magician get-ups. It does look like a uh, very monochromatic Ed Hardy, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's got that kind of vibe. And now I'm picturing that guy on a dirt bike with a group of people also <laughs> yeah, on dirt bikes. And that's a fun laugh that we can all have together. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Just wanted to clarify that. He teams up with his brother Costa Sarantakos and pizza maker Mike Baram to convert the restaurant into the fast casual. Just spell it out. Cablip. 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 Oh, there's a helpful pronunciation guide immediately after that. That's not what I was thinking. Pronounced. Cablip. 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 I was going cable P, but. (laughs) C A B L P is how you spell this restaurant. Now, I know what you're saying, folks at home. Cablip rolls off the tongue. Mm. Doesn't really need any further explanation. Yeah. Uh, so, let's not offer one. I I already have a picture in my mind's eye of the food that's being served at Cablip. And I'm there. I'm booking a reservation. I'm ordering something from Uber Eats. Uh, but just in case you can't picture it in your mind's eye, I will explain that Cablip is short for Chris Angel's Breakfast, Lunch and Pizza. Hmm, the three meals of the day. Breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> pizza. Hey, what do you reckon we should have for pizza tonight? <laughs> hey, it sounds uh, like uh, Chris Angel is on the Marvin diet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so help me break this down here. There's two options available, right? It is either a restaurant that serves breakfast and lunch, and it's predominantly a pizza-based menu. <laughs> or mm-hmm. it's a restaurant that serves breakfast and lunch and there are a variety of things that you can order off the menu. Only during those those times, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they deny the idea that they serve dinner. They don't serve dinner. No they dinner, serve just pizza. pizza. Like if you went into one of those places that sells pizza by the slice and you were like, hey, can I get dinner? And they'd be like, I will sell you one slice of pepperoni pizza. That's what I'm going to do for you. They'd, they'd probably sell you more slices if you asked. Yeah, but you got to buy them one at a time. I want to see you finish that first, pal. <laughs> one per transaction. Prove to me yeah. you can eat it. Like, you don't, I don't think you understand how big these slices are. you got to fold them in half in the middle just to carry them around. They are you're ordering huge. four of them. Mm. You know that uh, 
New York Slice, the Australian chain that tried to import that sort of single slice of pizza model over here, oh, yeah. mm. where the pizza slices are like the size of a normal slice of pizza. It's like you go to New York and you're paying like two bucks for a slice of pizza that you could like, like a whole pizza. It's like a you small can, pizza size. Yeah. If there was, if it was raining, you could shelter under that slice of pizza and like no part of your body yeah. would get wet. You could suffocate here, a small child with a slice of that pizza. I mean, if you had to, I guess. <laughs> I could do it easily. as a snowboard. <laughs> Over here, you're paying like five bucks at fucking New York Slice, which fucking sucks, for a mm. piece of pizza the size of a regular piece of pizza? Fuck off. But you, you are need- munted, and it is 2 a.m. in Fortitude Valley. You're in so Brunswick, what else are you going to do? Brunswick Mall. You're just like, hey, fucking- yeah. and they go, yes, sir, here is a slice of pepperoni pizza. That'll be twelve ninety five. And also, we've got one of those machines where we've taken a copy of all your card details and we swiped it through. <laughs> I'm going to use it to buy exotic birds and have them smoke through. <laughs> it takes it takes three slices of New York slices pizza to suffocate a child. And that's it's, have you just that's googled bad, this? <laughs> <laughs> it's what their competitors claim. You couldn't even kill one child with a slice of New York slices pizza. In fairness to show sponsors Domino's Pizza, mm. thank you Domino's Pizza for giving us one million dollars. I feel like. Five ninety five for their like traditional pizzas? That's a whole pizza. Five ninety five. Yeah. What are you doing? You can get the value range for five dollars pickup. Come on now. <laughs> that's and now actually that's far too much like an ad. <laughs> and that's why Domino's pay us one million dollars per two hundred episodes of our show. Right, guys? Can, can I show sure yeah, you? I'm I'm if, if we record this and publish it, that's pretty much legally binding, right? I'm manifesting I, that. I want to oh. counterbalance that by saying uh one in every two Domino's pizza has a lethal strain of E. coli on it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy Domino's pizza. And they've really got that down from every two and three. They do pay their drivers a living wage, though. Unlike, you know, like they, they pay the award rate, unlike, you know, Uber and your, yeah. your uh, all your other ones. So, I guess they are sort of morally better than that. You know what? Give us a million dollars, Domino's. I'll take it. They do uh, make the delivery people in my neighborhood ride bicycles. Ooh. For fun? Yeah, <laughs> just for fun. Yeah, they make them do it. It's <laughs> a guy with a whip being like, ride. Hey, you're not on break. Do a flip on that BMX. <sighs> they, sorry, this is just for Theo, really. Uh, they make the, the people at the Domino's in Turinga uh, use the bikes to deliver pizzas. I don't know if you know what the shape of Turinga is. It, it's one one big hill. One big hill. Yeah. With a uh, broken up only by an impassable train line. It's a very strange suburb. But also, none of the houses are on the hill. They're all beneath the hill. So, you've yeah. got to ride off the hill and ride so- back up the hill to get back to the Domino's. But delivery very quick. Come on yeah. back to the <laughs> get back, back to the store. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> delivery very quick. They can only do one delivery an hour, though. Yeah. Well, that one's fast. This has been Turinga Corner. If you live in Turinga, you are going to love <laughs> this part of the podcast. This. It's true. <laughs> even, if you, even if you live in Tawong, you're driving past there. <laughs> you're like, yeah. I mean, if you're in Indra Pilly. Look, enough about Turinga. Back to Domino's. I could never, uh, mm-hmm. they could never do be sell, too much about Turinga. <laughs> they do sell their uh, like New York style range, which is still a Domino's pizza. But at least they have gone to the effort mm. to make it like moderately gigantic. You know, they haven't mm. just said we'll make a pizza thin and call it a New York pizza. Here, sir, take your slice of pizza that is three inches across. You know, they have a slice of pizza you can fold, and I'll give them credit for that. 
Yeah, we give we give them credit for a lot of things uh, right. because we're being paid, um, but we we don't want to give them credit for the for the fact that one out of every six pizzas is inedibly bitter, uh, because <laughs> we accidentally uh, we lost a bit about a ton of gunpowder into the pizza mixes. So <laughs> you may get some uh, you might get some saltpeter in those, <laughs> but there is you know an ammunition shortage uh, around the world. So really, you're getting extra value on those yep. pizzas. So, what do we so think? So, Chris uh, Angel's Cable P restaurant. <laughs> yeah, so do you, do you think... Kablip. Kablip. Do you think that pizza is their dinner on their menu? Surely. Maybe they yeah. got pastas. Pizza Hut's got pastas too. That's true. And they don't say Pizza Hut's pizza and pasta. No, they don't. Uh-huh. But you can get it if you really want it. It's not called Pizza or Pasta Hut. That is true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Italian food hut and ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Bacon bits hut. I don't think I've actually seen a pizza hut that you can go into in years. I drove past one. They've got one one in Hobart. Like yesterday. (laughs) Oh, that was the one that I drove past, actually. It was the Toowoomba one. That's that's Queensland, though. You know, you guys were were holding on to that last sizzler for years. Yeah. yeah. There's one in Queensland. There's one in Hobart. That makes sense. Do we really have the last sizzler? Where was that? Was it the one in Green Slopes? Of course it was Queensland. The one in Toowong was holding out for a very long time. Uh, And then there was another one somewhere in the, uh, on the south side. Yeah, it might have been the Green Slopes one, actually. And we're all we're not, we're not sponsored. We're not sponsored by Sizzler. Well, I don't think we could. <laughs> I wish we were. <laughs> no, there is no more Sizzler. There's just like a guy who's giving us money to talk positively about Sizzler, even though it no longer exists. <laughs> tell him, tell him how good it was. Tell him about the pan bread. <laughs> oh, that pan bread was good. Mm. So they got their breakfast, they got their lunch, and their pizza. Sarantakos ran his father's New York restaurants for years, while Baram owns Baldwin Pizzeria and Restaurant in. Pasipani, New Jersey? That sounds right. Yep, sure. Pasipani, maybe Pasipani. I could say. sure. That sounds a bit more like a real word. Angel's seven-year-old son, Johnny Christopher. Uh, I just want to note that the front of his name is spelt Chris the same as Chris Angel, C-R-I-S-S, Johnny Which Christopher. Is quite interesting, mm-hmm. because Chris Angel's last name is Sarantakos. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, he was diagnosed with leukemia five years ago, and Moapa Valley became a place to take him to ride the trails. Oh, oh it's I so see. funny, isn't it? Oh, he's up there <laughs> dirt biking with his family. Let's all laugh at Chris Angel, who mm. is taking his son with leukemia mm. dirt biking. And you know what? Chris Angel can do a wonderful, wholesome, heartwarming activity with his son. Still look funny doing it. Still look hilarious on a dirt bike. That's what it's all about. (laughs) He's just trying to make people happy, and I appreciate that. Thank you, Chris Angel. Shout out, friend of the show, Chris Angel. Shout out to Chris Angel. Big fan. I think we did a a cursory check last time we spoke about him on the podcast, and as far as I know, no sexual misconduct allegations (laughs) against that man against all odds. There you go. And if anybody was, was like, handed the opportunity to be the pop punk band of... Uh, Las Vegas magicians. Mm. It's that man. Yeah, I feel like David Copperfield's probably more problematic. Uh, yeah, than Chris roast Angel. him. That's oh, destroyed he just... David Copperfield on here. Man seems like he's uh, all about pussy. You know, uh huh. In an upsetting way, leads to trouble. 
So, uh, it says, my family and I fell in love with the area when we took our son, Johnny Christopher, dirt biking nearby, Angel says in a press statement. The more time we spent there, the more we got to know the town and the amazing people. When the opportunity came to invest in the community with this restaurant, we jumped at it. Angel and his team plan to reopen the restaurant in July with dine-in service, a walk-up window, and takeout. Breakfast mm-hmm. items. Okay, breakfast. That's one meal. Include mm-hmm. Belgian waffles, French toast, pancakes, omelets, and breakfast sandwiches. That's pretty that's good breakfast. Range. I was worried, uh, like, you know, three-fifths of the way through that list. I was like, this is all very sweet. I'm yeah, not really, not, I'm not, not really into the dessert breakfast. I'm not a sweet no way to start your day. Guy. This is the no. United States, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. If, if somebody says to me, your choices are waffles, French toast, and pancakes. I'm like, you got omelets and breakfast sandwiches as well. I'm, like, I'm oh, listening. I guess, I guess I'm just going to have a headache all day. Mm. Fixed That's it. fine. That's what I'm in. I got a good breakfast sandwich the other day. Does a breakfast burrito count as a breakfast sandwich? Do you no. Think? <laughs> no, <laughs> certainly not. Let's no. not have this argument. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to accept that and move on. Uh, lunch, totally separate menu, features burgers, sandwiches, calzone, wraps, salads, and pizzas. Mm. It's just, the, just the one calzone, though. Mm. That sandwiches, is interesting. calzone, wraps. Are they doing like an Italian plural? There's there? a lot going <laughs> on no, here. So pizzas are for, this is just an American restaurant, though. This is just the Denny's. You know. do, they not, do they not open for dinner? Well, looks well, like fuck. they do. So wow. the, no, I the, mean, the, it just says they're serving pizzas at lunch. Right. I mean, it's can fine you, to eat a pizza. Can you read the lunch? next sentence? Because it's fucked up for that classic American reason. The um, Las Vegas mm-hmm. Review Journal reports that entrees such as Moapa chicken fried steak, chicken parmesan, and Long Island fish and chips also make the menu along with beer. Yes, beer, 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 Woo. wine, and cocktails such as. <laughs> the mind freeze <laughs> yes concocted with vodka and one of more than 100 flavors of italian ice a hundred flavors of italian ice okay can i sorry i have so yep. many questions from that sentence mm. but i first want to go back to the entrees thing fuck yeah. america they're just yes. describing more meals they're describing the main by the using main. the american word for main the entree you oh, motherfuckers are yes you know, when, you, when you enter and you, you say have one main meal, thing. please. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to but be first. In, I'd like to be introduced to my meal by eating a large chicken schnitzel. Uh-huh. Yeah, just a, a nice little fish and chips as a starter. Absolutely, fucking what's wrong with these people? But okay, so the mind freeze, amazing name. Can't begrudge him that. What the fuck is Italian ice? And why is, is there like, Italian ice? Is they like mean gelato? No, no. I reckon it's the um, it's the shaved ice. You like know Grenada? the. Uh, yeah. You know the stereotype of like the, the old Italian guy with the big brick of ice on the New York streets and you shave some of it up like a snow cone. One hundred flavors. And then he and then he squirts like the cordial type stuff. Try and imagine twenty flavors of cordial. You can't do it. I can't comprehend a hundred flavors of slush puppy. That's insane. I don't think that there are a hundred flavors. I think well, he's. Need, I, I think he's, he's doing some mind freak stuff. He's banking on nobody asking to see the other <laughs> the eighty. The other ninety nine. <laughs> oh, twenty's heaps. I don't need you to go out the back and get the rest of the menu. Mm. Depends if you if they can combine like base oh. flavors to create new flavors. Lemon, if you've got lemon lime, lime, lemon lime, lemon lime. Yeah. All right. What's okay. uh, uh, so Theo? What um? Just you're a bit of a math guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what number factorial? 
gives you over a hundred. Yeah, I was trying to work it backwards in my brain, but six I, by five by four will get you there. It's got to be so six by five by four by five by four by three. Oh, that'll definitely get you there. Sixty-five, one twenty, five, five factorial. So they yeah. have five flavors. Five flavors, and yeah. you can combine uh, the chocolate and the mint. <laughs> yep, um, chocolate the and lemon. And the I lime. wish you wouldn't. Uh, and then they've got just uh, gravy. You know, most most <laughs> podcasts wouldn't crunch those numbers for you. <laughs> yeah, and that's why we're at two hundred. Most podcasts would not time. spend this long on the menu of Chris Angel Mind Freaks <laughs> Restaurant. I'm going to go. Whip. <laughs> Further than that, I'd say most podcasts wouldn't do any of the stories that we talk about. Yeah, <laughs> but if there was something wrong with what we do, then someone would have stopped us by now. Someone would have slapped the microphones out of our hands. Someone would have so, called uh, visit out our homes with a gun. <laughs> said, "Listen, so I'm walking through. Now. Uh, <laughs> I'm walking through this uh, shopping center that's next to my office uh, at lunchtime <laughs> recently, right?" And there's a couple of fish stores in there uh, <laughs> that sell fresh fish, but they also have like bay marines of of like fried fish, and they'll they'll just like fry a piece of fish for you. And there's this guy sitting um, inside the mall, directly opposite the fish store, just on like a bench, and he's got a cardboard dish, like a cardboard takeaway dish that has a little serve of chips in it. And a whole fried fish uh, that is, I'm going to say, like 30 centimetres long uh, that he is, has just eaten entirely with his hands. Uh, and he's just <laughs> sitting there on the mall bench, big fish skeleton right in front of him like he's a cartoon cat, uh, just picking the last bits of fish off the bone with his hands and eating it. And I was like, just go Ooh. for it. Hmm. That's insane. I mean, if it wasn't a bony fish- I'm like, yeah, obviously you're eating that shit with your hands. Oh yeah, it, it, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't just like a. Uh, it wasn't just like a battered piece of fish or a little, you know, crumbed piece of flake or whatever. It wasn't a mm. fish cocktail. He was eating a whole fish, uh, cleaning its entire skeleton, sitting on a bench directly opposite a fish shop in the mall. What would have been the more like socially appropriate, like etiquette wise, move there would be to dip the whole fish into your mouth and mm. you pull it out. It's just the skeleton. Mm. Pull yep. that clean. Straight in the bin. Now, I'm sorry to sorry to break the flow here. I did notice that all the windows on my car are still open. Um, if you want to know why, uh, listen to the bonus episode. But I am going to close those now. So. so, so the upholstery of your car doesn't get cold while you're recording the podcast. Doesn't get too much air on them. Well, no, it was open because I, I was in the car. Well, no, but I mean, why do you need to do it right now? Why couldn't you do it in half an hour? Are you worried your car will oxidize? I'm just, I'm kind of a, a never do something later if you can do it now kind of guy. If you can do it in the and middle of recording the 200th <laughs> episode of Puerto Vista. The big 200. Yeah, I just got to close these windows in this closed garage. <laughs> Love to keep on chatting with you guys, but the windows in my Skoda are open. Wide open. My Skoda is gaping. Oh, come on. Oh, Jesus. I don't like that. Oh, my Skoda hole. <laughs> Aside from fast casual food, the restaurant will periodically convert into the magic room with entertainment. I don't like that. Now we're Angel talking. And his friends. <laughs> the magic so. room is whatever room Chris Angel is in, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, I agree. That's true. I think it's whatever room you're in, Ben. <laughs> oh. yeah, thank you so much. It's fair. A free meal outrage outrage program. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, fuck you. He's <laughs> driving around town throwing meals at people. <laughs> oh, a free meal outreach, if I'm reading that right, program. That makes more sense. Will help underprivileged pediatric cancer families. Cablip will also be part of a youth job program. I have fallen in love mm. with Chris Angel over the course of this yeah. story. Yeah, good for him. I'm loving Cablip. Looking after his sick son out there on the trails in the mountains. Yeah. Hundred so- flavors of Italian ice. <laughs> it's got I don't know everything if I would have need. listed that as one of the <laughs> <laughs> The saintly attributes of Chris Angel. Yeah. Can you list his virtues? Let me start with the Italian ice. Over 100. <laughs> I, I really need to know if it's a list of 100 flavors or if he's combining base flavors. It's a mix and match situation. Yeah. It's got to be a mix and match I'm gonna situation. I'm going to try to Google surely. while we do this. Continue. I, I feel like I'm going insane every time that I see like an American soda fountain situation. Oh, it's like fifty things mm. there. You just like yeah, or the um, they have the those machines that are like called uh Coke freestyle machines, and it's a Coke machine with a whole bunch of flavors, and you're meant to like make combinations that are somehow interesting, as opposed mm. to what actually happens, which is normal people get like. A raspberry Coke or whatever, and then kids come by and combine them all into brown sweet drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I those trust, are the only things that I trust the the worker at the factory to mix my Coke right. You yeah. trust Mister Acola to Mr. have designed Acola. your drink, <laughs> artisanally designed, and um, freshens up every drink and puts it in a little in a little box. He and seals them all with a kiss. Seals them with a kiss. Uh, and then I pour it out of the Coke fountain. Um, I'm getting Coke from the Coke fountain. I hope that doesn't offend. <laughs> I'm getting Sprite. That's fine. There's there's three things. There's Coke, there's Sprite, and there's lemon, whatever the fuck. Solo? Is Solo the, the Coke brand? Sometimes lemon? it's Fanta. Fanta's a dog shit drink. Yeah, Invented that's with the child For Nazis specifically. For children. I, I mm-hmm. didn't say... I didn't say I'm getting Fanta. I said, said it's it was available. So much enthusiasm that honestly makes me think that you might really be a white supremacist. Really thinking about Fanta, like right. that was first on your mind. Oh, I need full strength Coke. I need uh, full capacity Coke. sugar Coke. Give mm. me, give me your 100 proof Coke on the rocks. You know? Uh huh. 100 proof is only 50. percent I don't want uh, Coke. Oh, for the Coke, where they where they take the sugar out and they tell me that it, that my my brain oh. can't even tell. Get yeah, the fuck out no, they of fucked the up fuck the. Um, I went to I went to IKEA. We bought um, a desk, uh, which I which I should be using for this podcast, but I'm actually using. Is that it <laughs> to- in the flat pack next to you? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, actually, that was the desk in the flat pack. Yeah, sorry, and my laptop's currently sitting on two cat carriers stacked on top of one another. Um, the yeah, desk you've only got I- one cat. Intriguing. Why do something later when you could do it now? <laughs> uh, and and get out there and fucking get up, get some. I go to the the IKEA restaurant, get a um, get a get one of the little cinnamon scrolls, delicious. Get a mm. um, get, get a little dog? little soft serve. Oh, I wasn't in a hot dog mood. Get a little one dollar hot dog. Wasn't it, oh. it was in a bit of a sweeties mood. Delightful. Mm. And Treats. and got a got a coke, and they said, "Oh, this is our new reduced sugar." formula and right there and then i knew i was in for some bullshit what's that is that new is there a new coke is it no it's a new ikea coke 
Oh. Um, oh, it's it's a, Coke. It's, it's, oh, it's Coke. Is it a cola? The cola, the cola, and it's got it's it's sweetened, but not with sugar, and that just shits me. Mm. I want just the sugar. No, no artificial. I'm like Andrew. You can tell. If you want to drink it for health reasons, that's fine. That drink wasn't sweetened. I've but never it was. done anything for health reasons, and I'm here. <laughs> Living. <laughs> that's a drink that's been sweetened. I'm sweet enough. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> I'm sweet enough already. I'm sweet enough because yep. it's IKEA. What? Mm-hmm. They're not an Australian company. <laughs> I'm going to stop going there. I'm one of those guys who wants to see the boxing kangaroo mm. on anything that I buy. I've yeah. got yep. a tattoo of the boxing kangaroo in the triangle. Is this a six hundred million dollar bailout kangaroo? for masters? It's just a kangaroo jumping. Oh, yeah. No, but it looks boxing? like he's fighting. No element of him is boxing. Mm. It's just I a kangaroo I gloves in profile. On I guess I'm just thinking about the boxing kangaroo, you know? A classic interesting. little cartoon guy. Down the road, Angel plans to build Chris Angel's Escape Camp Adventures on 14 acres at the start of the Logandale Trails. As he describes it, it will serve, quote, families going through the most challenging times of beautiful escape to camp, what? Going through the most challenging times. Of Families who are es- going through the most challenging times. A beautiful escape, a beautiful escape to escape. camp, ride and eat for free. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yep, makes sense. Yeah, a wonderful comma man. missing there. That was really Good. fucking right. He's a wonderful man. Very pro Chris Angel he right is. now. Chris Angel, thank you. Wherever you, know what? you are, I'm, I'm making a commitment. To go back and watch some Chris Angel magic. And see yeah. if you can see, like, a <laughs> him feeding a homeless man <laughs> while he's doing one of his tricks. He makes, uh, makes the participant's money disappear, but it reappears in somebody's hat over on the... Inside Your wallet stuff. is now empty. Someone, like, way, way, way in the background is just like... Ah! <laughs> My life has been changed! <laughs> Shout out to Chris Angel, <laughs> magical benefactor. And Mind Freak. Uh, Chris Angel, F- kind freak. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, uh, before we dip into another one of our notoriously moist segments, uh, here's this. This is... Hello, Buntadista. This is Mike Isaac wishing you a happy 200th uh, episode, even though that seems wrong because you don't number them at all correctly. Um, but all right. from uh, from the beautiful slopes of Italian Bavaria to being toilet pest on Father's Day, there's no better Australian <laughs> podcast that makes me have to turn the volume down while I'm listening to it because I don't want people to hear the fart noises coming from the theme song. So, from my heart to yours, thank you so much, and happy 200. Oh. Thank you, Mike, for thank noting. You. Such a lovely man. The correct, perfect number of episodes, 200. Nice round number. I hope he's listened to it at work. Just knowing that those fart noises are happening in the yeah, office of the New York that's Times. probably is- very embarrassing amazing to think about is it hallowed halls 
Those farts are reverberating in. <laughs> <laughs> Great acoustics. Oh, boy. Uh, so, with that, you know, we got a lot of segments. Uh, we love them all dearly. Mm-hmm. Great segue. We've got a different segment for you now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, look, I want to say, I want to say we've got a lot of segments. There's a lot of themes. We love them all dearly. I have uh, noticed people ranking the themes and segments. That mm-hmm. almost made me feel bad, and I don't know why or how. I felt vulnerable. I don't Choosing want to be scrutinised. I don't yeah, want to be yeah. perceived. <laughs> no, thank you. Don't, uh, don't Sophie's Choice. Yeah. Uh, beautiful oh. themes that we love, you know? Uh, but hey, if you're going to criticise any theme, turn the gun upon yourself. <laughs> uh, our beautiful patrons who made this theme. <laughs> Country roads, take me home to the place Uh, who else's listeners would uh, do their work for them and pay yeah. the money for it? Only yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't little, tell them what the scam is. Little listener cucks. <laughs> <laughs> True scam watch happening right there. But this isn't scam watch. It's goddamn Nature Corner. Uh, we got some great news this week uh, from mm-hmm. Cell Press. Mammals can use their intestines to breathe. Just wish- no fat on that headline whatsoever. I wish they wouldn't. <laughs> right there. What kind of noise is this making? You know? <laughs> There's a lot of Fs involved. Yeah. <laughs> a few Fs, some Bs, and some Ts. So this is not farting. No, no. This is. Uh, uh, I don't traffing. know much, but I know what farting is and isn't. Yep. If you need a verdict, uh, send a recording into mailbag at buntavista.com. Ben will judge for I'm you. I'm already dealing yep. with enough horrible things from the bonus episode mailbag call out. Please don't make my life any worse. If, if you can use your intestines to breathe. Then <laughs> breathe right on right into. Cellpress <laughs> says, rodents and pigs share with certain aquatic organisms the ability to use their intestines for respiration. Finds a study publishing May 14th in the journal Med. The research has demonstrated that the delivery of oxygen gas or oxygenated liquid through the rectum provided vital rescue to two mammalian models of respiratory failure. Breathing in through the butthole? Yeah. I'm confused. I I feel like we can all breathe out through the butthole. Yeah. It's a topsy-turvy world. I think you're (laughs) confusing farting with breathing still, and I thought we went over that. It's air coming out of your body. Hold your breath and then fart oh, and then uh, <laughs> see how that how that. Um, yeah, that sounds like science. That helps. The fifteen percent of our listeners that are into inflation no, stuff no. Are just the fifteen to twenty five percent. The seventy five Breathing is when you have a bunch of gas inside you. <laughs> just rewinding oh. that fifteen seconds over and over. <laughs> Quote, artificial respiratory support plays a vital role in the clinical management of respiratory failure due to severe illnesses such as pneumonia or acute Mm -hmm. respiratory distress syndrome. 
says senior study author Takanori Takibi of the Tokyo Medical and Dental University and the Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center. Very mm-hmm. busy. Mm. <laughs> That's busy, a lot man. of people to inflate. Takanori, yeah. <laughs> I insist you take some breaks. <laughs> this commute is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of driving for 170 hours between my job at the Tokyo Medical and Dental University and the Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center. Just to to save to save money on the flights, buying one of those like uh, bullshit little uh, cars that you can drive into the water. That just- I was picturing the James Bond underwater car, 100, yep. percent and getting stuck behind a slow octopus and being like, "Come on!" <laughs> Several aquatic organisms. Oh, sorry. Although the side effects and safety need to be thoroughly evaluated in humans. No. This is my favorite thing is that they basically start the article by being like, oh, we're going to try it on people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Please, please talk to your doctor for advice about using your asshole to breathe instead of your face. (laughs) Talk to your GP before installing your butt snorkel. (laughs) Although the side effects and safety need to be thoroughly evaluated in humans, our approach may offer a new paradigm to support critically ill patients with respiratory failure. Now, just if you guys can clear something up for me. Yeah. Are there any lungs down there? (laughs) Well, there are lungs in your mouth. No, that is Mm. certainly true. But I feel like there's a pipe kind of directly like connected there, right? Well, all your pipes run... From yeah. your from your esophagus down oh, to your butthole, right? right. All, so that's, all roads lead to the butthole. All roads lead. You know, you can you should be able to breathe in wherever you want to. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can, if if you swallow if you swallow some air, you can't get that coming out the other end. So well, that's are true. Are you describing maybe that the air has gone into the butt all the way through your intestines, mm-hmm. back up into your mouth, and then it's done a little whoop, hairpin turn and gone down the other tube. To your lungs, yeah, kind of. If you, no, I, di- I didn't, I didn't say that. I said if you've like, if you've come off of the uh, motorway, the the Brisbane motorway going mm-hmm. northbound onto Stanley Street, but oh, you yeah. want to be on Vulture Street. Oh, that's a fucking shit ass of a turn, that one. And you got to go all the way Don't down to it. Lady Cilantro's oh, uh, hospital. I'm sick of it, Lucy. I'm sick of it happening to <laughs> me. And do that hairpin. Yeah, it's exactly like that. If you imagine that uh, cars going through uh, South Brisbane are like shit bubbles um, bubbling <laughs> to the uh, belch of that is the intersection at etc. You get where I'm going with this. Yeah, and I definitely <laughs> would have found it just as funny if you had done the whole thing uh, than if you had <laughs> cut yourself off and allowed the listener to create their own joke there at the end with the ingredients you'd put before them. You've given them. The, uh, what's that fucking food delivery service people do where it just gives you the ingredients and you make the meals? Let's oh, just like go hello fresh. No, no, no. Leave that for the listener to decide. No, this, is a, this, this podcast is omakaze. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we present it exactly as it is. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Uh, several aquatic organisms have evolved unique intestinal breathing mechanisms to survive under low oxygen conditions using organs other than lungs or gills. It's the asshole. Mm. I've got to tell you, though, asshole. lungs or gills, they work great. You should give them a try instead of you, your butthole. I feel like they're preferable. You don't need your butthole. I knew you know it was going to be sea cucumbers. Hmm? Lungs and gills. Like the character mm. The Mariner from the movie <laughs> Waterworld. 
Remember that greasy, that greasy little ponytail he had in that movie? Mm, that was real. They didn't have to CGI that in or anything. Kevin Costner just had a greasy ponytail. The method acting, I believe that's called. <laughs> Re- real thin on top. Kevin, can you look greasy? I'm already there. Greasy. I, oh, I had to get out of a tank of oil at home to get into this tank of water at the film set. <laughs> water just rolled off him. It was like, yeah. <laughs> like a duck. Keep myself well greased throughout this whole shoot. Uh, for example, sea cucumbers, freshwater fish called loaches, and certain freshwater catfish use their intestines for respiration. But it has been heavily debated whether mammals have similar capabilities. So, how do you tell where the asshole is on a sea cucumber? Stop it's all around. asshole, right? It's the end that stuff comes out of. But now, now it's also the air that it's the end that air goes into. Right. It's the air that chunks come out of. Chunks go into the other end. Chunks come out of the other end, and yep. then other stuff can go into the chunk comes out of end. Hmm. 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 Okay. Is that a medical term? I am a marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> In the new study, Takibi and his collaborators. Provide evidence for intestinal breathing in rats, mice, and pigs. First, they design an intestinal gas ventilation system to administer pure oxygen through the rectum of mice. Okay, so that took half an hour. What was the deal with the rest of the day? <laughs> hey, we got a tube in here? Some kind of a tube? Yeah. Time <laughs> yeah, to we got blow air into a mice's... <laughs> I need some rat bellows. The whole the whole operation consists of like taking the paper sleeve off the drinking straw that came with your your coke no sugar. Mm-hmm. All right, just don't just get a mark, get a sharpie, and write mouth on one end of it. But they're blowing air into a mouse's butthole through a straw. That's what I'm reading this as, right? Uh, An intestinal gas ventilation system to administer oxygen through the rectum of mice. They are blowing. A straw yeah. into a Air mouse's up, butthole. Uh, yeah. Mouse's butthole, yeah. <laughs> they showed that without the system, no mice survived 11 minutes of extremely low oxygen conditions. Oh God, that is such oh, a depressing... <laughs> the, the ones that did survive, that is such a depressing thought. <laughs> yeah. With oh. intestinal gas ventilation, the old hose up the anus, uh-huh. uh, more oxygen reached the heart, and 75% of the mice survived 50 minutes of normally lethal low oxygen conditions. What are they putting these fucking mice through? They're horrible stuff. They're blowing air into the mouse's asshole. While also asphyxiating them. Yeah, yes. sucking on. <laughs> That's how That's a specific kink as well. Yeah, it's real <laughs> That's how real fetish stuff. That's how oh, this is gonna advance fetish technology. To a, a hitherto unseen heights. Mm. Oh, you only but, like to be choked. Well, actually, I like to have air blown into my butthole at the same time. But uh, we're putting you into one of those. Hour. I'm built different. Yeah, <laughs> those like the weird. Uh, you ever seen those things where they like you basically put inside an inflatable mattress and all the air is sucked out of it? You oh, like yeah. vacuum sealed. Except they'd be able to cover up your mouth and just put a tube into your butthole. And if you're getting off on this, you sick <laughs> son of a bitch. You filthy little pervert. <laughs> Pay us extra and we'll keep doing this more. We've got one of those uh, air beds oh. that has like the motor built in. So Jesus Christ. So you just like, it's a little switch on the outside of the of the bed and you switch it and it inflates itself. And when it's done, you switch it in the other direction and it just goes, sucks all the air out of that. Like it was a room that I was killing 50 mice in, you know? 
With support from the Japan Agency for Medical Research and Development to combat the coronavirus disease 2019 COVID-19 pandemic, the researchers plan to expand their preclinical studies and pursue regulatory steps to accelerate the path to clinical translation. This is insane to me I that, like, like the way this story was, because this one was kicking around the news a bunch where they're like, pigs can breathe through their assholes. Yeah, and I remember that. And at no point were people like, uh, we might be able to inject air into your ass if you're dying from COVID. I would have pointed that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like is this like how they had the whole shortage on ventilators and stuff? Well, I think the I think the problem that they're trying to draw a very long bow to like fix here is that um, ventilation is very bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, but it's also once you've gotten to the point to being ventilated, you know, you've, you're in pretty bad shape anyway. But like ventilation leads to infection and all this sort of stuff. So I think what they think is like, what if what if the tube we do a little flipsy do, and the, butt, uh, the butthole's already gross. Yeah, we you lie face first on the table. Everything yeah. else stays the same. <laughs> they wheel you in on a gurney that has the like massage <laughs> massage, massage table, table right. hole in the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got the uh, you got the go. hospital gown on. Ass is already out. <laughs> you go to you go to visit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your poor dying parents and Doctor Wall. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just warning you. You're not gonna like what you see. <laughs> and they're just face down on the table, ass poking out of the. Doctor's got a straw in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of having like the uh, Darth Vader kind of ventilator sound effect, you get. <laughs> that's very smart because you can only breathe out of one hole in your body why has no one thought about the other like there's other holes in your body could be getting twice as much air into you you could be getting so much oxygen in i mean like you could breathe out of three holes in your body you could also breathe out of your nose i could personally yeah i mean there's the nose as well but um you know (laughs) it's crazy that no one has thought of all of this before (laughs) you guys checked out this this nose shit this is fucking dope and do all sorts of stuff with my mouth while i'm breathing Opening up whole new worlds for me. Just <laughs> <laughs> yelling out to your wife. I just found something that's going to change everything. <laughs> no more choking while you eat. <laughs> uh, Takibi says, the recent SARS COVID pandemic is overwhelming the clinical need for ventilators and artificial lungs, resulting in a critical shortage of available devices and endangering patients' lives worldwide. Uh, so, yeah, exactly that. Hey, we're out of ventilators, but can I interest you? <laughs> this <In> device this. <laughs> device that I'm holding that looks like the uh, looks like the petrol pump handle from the Bowser. Mm. <laughs> it's just connected to a uh, to a bike pump, one of the ones you stand on and go <laughs> up and down. Just your doctor turning around to you and being like, Would you consider yourself to be open minded? <laughs> <laughs> The level of arterial oxygenation provided by our ventilation system, straw up the ass. If scaled for human application, bigger Make straw, straw up bigger. the ass, yep. yeah. mm-hmm. is likely sufficient to treat patients with severe respiratory failure, 
Potentially providing life-saving oxygenation. Right. Or, I love they've gone for likely. They're like, maybe. Yeah, bigger straw, bigger people. If you could What's breathe through problem? Uranus, it would be so helpful. There's a 95% <laughs> chance this will absolutely save your life, but there's also a very small 5% chance you'll get inflated like a balloon and shoot <laughs> off out of the room. Could <laughs> <laughs> go either way. Both seem good, and I'm not seeing a downside. <laughs> I wonder, uh, like, how's, how's that going as far as getting to your brain and your heart and that sort mm. of stuff? Is the idea to sort of supplement the oxygen to an extent that you're just kind of okay? I'm thinking of, like, doing a... Has anyone done CPR training? I, mm. I did it once when I was not 17. Like and I, I think assume I could figure it out. That lasts enough for a lifetime. It's not something you ever have to renew. Yeah. Uh, wrong. Okay. <laughs> no, I, be- I believe when they when we did it, they're like, and you have to do this every year to keep your license current. Or not yeah. license, whatever it is, your certificate. I've and I was seen like, it on TV. I can yep. figure it out. And if you if you don't keep it up, they do make you turn in your gun and your badge. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, w- I think I did it within the last sort of five years or something. Uh, maybe maybe it was something that I did when we had kids. Yeah, did they like, you should suggest you should do that, T-Bird? Learn, like, baby CPR? Oh, maybe. I don't <laughs> know. Can I just give you another thing to worry about? I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, uh, but, yeah, in doing it, they said, hey, a thing that we don't tell anyone to do anymore is the breathing thing. Is the yeah. putting, putting your mouth on somebody else's mouth and breathing into their lungs and stuff? No, because now they prescribe doing it on someone's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big old latex ass, Flip and it's this man over and <laughs> Pull, pulling those pulling those hospital scissors out, and going straight yeah. up the back of the pants. <laughs> Staying alive is the perfect pace where you're going like when you're s- one, two, three, four. Uh, yeah, so so they do say uh, now. Don't don't do the breathing into people's mouths thing. Um, the most important thing is just keeping oxygen moving around to their brain, and the most effective way to do that is to just be doing the the compressions yeah. in the chest. Um, I th- I think it's kind of the thing where they're like, mm, if the oxygen stops moving around, their brain is just dying. So keep going, and ideally, by the time a hospital gets there. Uh, they'll, sorry, an ambulance gets there. By the time the hospital has arrived. <laughs> By the time a hospital has been built next door to the property that you are in. <laughs> You've got to keep that brain wet. Your arms wet will at be all time. But, uh, but maybe if you had a little butthole pump, you know. Hey, the next or time you, you have to save someone's going. life. <laughs> get out of the tube. Uh, well, uh, so, look. 200 episodes. Exactly 200. Nice round number. Mm-hmm. Love to hear it. Good for uh, it. Congratulations to you for listening to yes. all of them. And there are people who've listened to all of them. It's very and we love them I mean, yeah. very much. Yeah. Uh, Arguably, so- someone who has listened to all of them has probably listened to more episodes than any of us. Oh. Yes, oh, absolutely. and they probably know us better than we know ourselves. Yeah. So true. I would say mm-hmm. so. They know the darkness that lurks within. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, that's exactly 200 episodes. Wild that we should arrive at such a clean, 
Round number for this, mm. the very last episode of the show that we will ever do now that we have a million dollars worth of Domino's money. Right, and our model preg- girlfriends. <laughs> yep. Uh, enough pregnancy porn recommendations to last us for months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Here's to 200 episodes and 200 laughs. Exactly. <laughs> One per episode. We're not greedy. <laughs> Uh, anytime Big there estimate. were two laughs in an episode, we had to make sure that the next week did not contain a single one. Mm. That's how we that do was, it. That was half. That was half. That was hard and tough. It was half. Mm. It was half. It was mm. half. Uh, so, with that, let us also thank all of our fun guests who dialed in with a very supportive, uh, positive message for us uh, this week. Let's close out with one of those right now. See you later, everybody. Bye. 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 Hey, it's, uh, it's just Al, uh, a.k.a. Stacey, a.k.a. the B-Man, uh, from the Take a Look Around podcast, just calling to wish you a happy 200 episode, and uh, to ask, uh, why why have why did you ask Sean and not me uh, to come on? I mean, it's cool that, uh, I mean, I just... again from the Take a Look Around podcast uh, at Instagram dot Take a Look Around pod uh, just calling again just seeing yeah, what's up happy 200 episodes quite crazy but in 200 episodes we managed to get uh, Sean on but not me not making a deal out of it I think it's weird. Happy 200 episodes. Here's 200 more. Maybe there's one hour that you could fit me into. (laughs) Come on.